So um, all three of you all are licensed therapists? Okay, all right, then I'm glad to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe when I have a meltdown, I know where to come to. I'm surrounded, okay, I'm good. I'm in good company. And we are back. It's Speaking with Gravity. I am Curvin. I'm D. I'm Ty. And we're hosts of a podcast that speaks on mental health in our community and how everything affects everything. With every episode, the goal is to have a conversation that's going to make you think, make you feel, make you do what is best for you. I'm a therapist, but this isn't therapy, it's a podcast. And we got a disclaimer. While we serve as mental health professionals, the information and content being discussed during our podcast is not intended to be utilized or substituted as therapy. The purpose of this broadcasting is to share our personal perspectives through our open dialogue about various content based on our personal educational and professional experience. So this season we've been doing a pretty good job. We've got a lot of um, amazing guests that come in. We were intentional about that. We wanted to talk to um, a lot of different people within the community. Uh, either they're actually living in the community that we live in or they were from here. Um, and just going to get uh, other perspectives outside of ourselves as mental health professionals. And today we have with us Miss Angela Lee, RN, help me say this, Dextologist? The Detoxologist. No. Okay. You just no, I'm, say I'm just going to say, no, I was about to say it, give you a whole nickname, <laughs> but that ain't going to even sound right. <laughs> Detox nurse is fine. All right. And I'm going to let her introduce herself, give us a little bit more about what that, what's that all about. Hi, everyone. My name, first of all, I want to say thank you, um, gentlemen and ladies, for allowing me to share your platform to be able to drop some major knowledge that's going to impact our life. My name is Angela Lee. I go by Nurse Angie. I am the detoxologist nurse because I have called myself that because I go in the community helping us detox our life. Um, I'm with therapists, so detox our mind, our body, and our spirit. But food does help heal. And again, just knowing what food can contribute to us impacting our life or cutting our life short. All right. That's going to be a good topic. Um, but before we get into that, we're going to go into our Twitter discussions where we find stuff on the Internet, the Internets and things, uh, and talk about it. Yeah, I said Internets and things. <laughs> <laughs> there is a popular shirt out now that says, when this virus is over, I still want some of y'all to stay away from me. Uh, <laughs> what uh, what we got to say about that? I'm going to say we. What we got to say about that? I'm, I'm a people person. I'm good with it. Uh, I'm good with people, whether they got the virus or they don't have the virus. Um, uh, as Again, I was just looking at um, Dave Chappelle. He's my favorite comedian. And uh, he said somebody came over here, came to his table doing the virus with all the H words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm good with it. Even if they come to me with the H words, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty outgoing. I like to uh, talk and engage people. So that's a funny shirt to me. It wouldn't apply to me necessarily because uh, I, you know, I like engaging people. But what, what y'all say? Any one of y'all? I mean, if you weren't around me prior to the virus, you can still stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I really don't care, you know. Um, I don't know if it, this virus will ever be over. Um it seems yeah, like stay that, safe. Yeah, it, it seems like it'll never be over, don't it? It seems yeah. like we'll never get back to what it was. What yeah. you say, D? <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, 
Well, when I look at this shirt, I take it, I guess, the mental health perspective, I take it to just setting boundaries with people and going into a place of where realizing um, the toxicity of some people and being in their presence. And so for some people, you know, the virus has been very beneficial to them. <laughs> uh, I mean, because it causes you to evaluate. Well, right. for me personally, it's caused you to evaluate some relationships and really see and put people in perspective. And it really has challenged you to value people as well because people are dying daily. So um, from that perspective, for me, I just think if you're doing it from a boundary place, um, continue to practice those boundaries. In terms of the virus, I'm not okay with the virus. So yes, you can be in my space, but please keep your mask on. <laughs> um, but you know, other than that, we, it's, it's, I, I, I guess I shouldn't say that since we all sitting up here without masks, but um, in general. Well, everything space, has been sanitized yes, and, and you know, you know we, in, we in keep a, it in clean. In general spacing, I still, you know, wear my mask um, right. for my own safety and the safety of other people, you know, just, yeah. Be safe out here. Like Ty said. That's it. Miss Angela Lee. Uh well it kinda goes both ways, depending on if you're a person that like to be isolated. Some people are good at being a loner. I consider myself more of a loner. Um when I'm by myself, I work more I work better independently and then I can always come back to the group, but let me go and, you know, get myself together and being able to um commit to memory whatever it is that the task that I need to do, then I can come back and teach. But if you're doing it for whether it's relationships or mental issues, you know, sometimes they alone time, like they say, idle mind is a devil workshop. Mm -hmm. So you can't allow yourself to be so idle and so isolated because, and just because I am a nurse and this time last year when it was, the world was uncertain and I was out in California and I was staying with a lady and I just remember going through that feeling of doom because nobody wanted to be around me. Mm. Here I am as an essential worker, mm -hmm. but no, when she found out, well, she knew I was a nurse living in her town, in her condo, but then when I was telling her about a patient, she immediately said, she cut the conversation off and ran to her room. She was like, do I need to be protected right now? And I'm thinking, you have a nurse that has, they take care of COVID patients. You know um, the responsibility. So then that's when it immediately um, hit me, like Angie, you're away from home, away from your loved ones. You're out here in a stranger's home, and now she didn't isolate it. And again, how can we call ourselves essential workers when we are the front lines of this thing called COVID? Mm. That's oh, yeah, that's deep. That's really deep. Um, Q QD of the hour. QD of the hour is just another version of our fun facts info for you to be able to give to your family, friends, colleagues, co-workers, or church members. A diet rich in fresh fruits and vegetables, whole grains, and lean proteins can help to improve overall mood and general feelings of happiness. It can also reduce symptoms of depression. Unknown, uh, I think Kervin gathered this information from a... Psychology Today. Psychology Today. One, one, one of those articles. I, I should, um, I guess I need to start... Um, Citing referencing it and citing yes. it yeah okay y'all gonna make me go back to a what's it apa, APA. oh man i hated that i hated that um the introduction for today um detoxing has gone mainstream as more and more people seek overall wellness we should consider detoxing our minds from the false narratives that disrupt our lives and relationships can we begin by exploring our relationships with food and overall diet 
uh, I put on here uh, wellness over everything is one in, in one of my notes. It probably that may be a good uh, topic mm-hmm. uh, or title uh, for this wellness over everything. We're just going to talk about like how we can be uh, better at that. Uh, define wellness. I'm going to go to you first since okay. this is what you do. Okay. Define wellness in your own words. Wellness is operating at your highest performance in balance with life, that mind, body, and spirit, which means that you're not stressed. You don't easily get rattled when everything kind of going left. And even from your eating habits, you know, and again, because we, you know, we got we have to address immunity because when you're around people that even if they if they unhealthy, you don't know that, you know. And I heard her say about the mask. I guess because I'm on the other side of the fence, mask really is just psychologically. Um, the mask really doesn't protect you from anything because again, if this virus because it's airborne and it can be and it can. You can get it from gas pumps. Think about it. They say at the gas pumps you could get this. So even wearing a mask psychologically, we, you know, it helps kind of give us a barrier. But in reality, we need to make sure our immune system are up. That way when we do come in contact with people, because we don't know. Right. You can be asymptomatic and still be a carrier. You know, because I have several people that have tested positive but had no symptoms. How is that even possible? Mm. So that just means your immune system can still, you still can be functional and still be carrying this virus. So we still can't play it safe with or without the mask, but just making sure we is, uh, is overall um, operating as our highest performance. So that when you say that um, that mask is psychological, you more like, it's more like just making us aware exactly. of how uh, we can get this and just keeping it in our mind to be uh, stay away mm-hmm. uh, as, as far as possible, I guess, and then sanitizing and wiping stuff down. So. I, I, okay, I got that. You agree or disagree? I can't disagree because <laughs> I'm not in that field. Um, but I, I will say it has. Man, I was so I was one of those ones that was against the mask. Um, I remember <laughs> I remember going to Walmart when this stuff started happening, and you know they told us to uh, to wear the mask, and people had started getting into the routine. And I know I, one day I looked up, it was me. And one other person in there without a mask. I said, oh, I might want to get on board with everybody <laughs> else. Um, I don't know. I just, I had that, that sense of um, being invincible. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what, I don't know where it come from. I don't know why. Uh, I was still, at the time, I was working at, at UPS um, part-time. So, you know, I, they, they were considered essential workers. We never did stop working. And I'm engaging with boxes and stuff like that, and I never saw, uh, I never had any symptoms. Uh, I don't know, I don't, I'm not sure if anybody in my family got it, as far as my, my wife and my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we did, we definitely didn't show the symptoms. Uh, and the times that I've been tested, I haven't had it. So, uh, but I, I get what you're saying about it being um, psychological, because once I, I looked at what was happening in Walmart, it was just me and another person. I was like, all right, I gotta wear it. And then once I started wearing it, I started being more cognitive of cleaning up behind myself, um, wiping down and sanitizing various things. Even even in my own house mm-hmm. <laughs> that I was living in, just being extra uh, extra careful with that. So I, I, I get that, I understand that. Uh, anybody else want to, to, to jump on that, defining that wellness uh, in general? <laughs> Besides Miss Angela Lee, <laughs> how about you, D? 
No, okay. Um, when I think about <laughs> wellness, <laughs> I think about it being, uh, th there was one statement that I saw where it says, if you're deficient in one area, mm. it can really affect your life. So we can be good in a whole lot of areas, like social areas. Um, we could be good spiritually, uh, whatever that, that means. Uh, we can be good emotionally, but occupationally. If we ain't got no job, right. <laughs> mm -hmm. that can really affect people. If you don't, um, sometimes you people that don't have a sense of purpose, they may have a job. I don't know what that would fall in up on the wellness, but if you got a job, you got everything going, but you don't have that sense of purpose, oh, that can really tear you down as well. Or not tear you down necessarily, but make it difficult to kind of kind of uh, continue. So I de definitely want to put that out there. Recognizing the importance of um, wellness and reflecting on uh, what your wellness actually encompass overall. Now, when we're talking about wellness, how can, what are good habits to facilitate overall wellness? Miss uh, Angela Lee, since you're our guest. <laughs> we, we got I'm going to do a before and I'm going to do it after. Okay. Okay. A before, I was just living my best life. And I'm just like, you know, coming up from Abbeville, South Carolina, and I grew up in the country, so I did what everybody else did. I ate what everybody else um, did. Only until in 2018 I was diagnosed with not one but two incurable diseases. I couldn't understand as a nurse how did this happen. With me being medically inclined, how did this happen? How did I miss the signs? So only until once that happened to me, and I, I was on the podcast last night, and I talked about the five cycles of grief. We go mm -hmm. through it no matter whether it's food, relationships, mm -hmm. or death. It's still relationships. Mm -hmm. It's a relationship with food, relationship personal, relationship with business, relationships. Mm -hmm. And so after a year, and I tell everybody 365 days, and I count them off because every day, when once I got diagnosed, they t the final diagnosis was a brain tumor. And they told me, the doctor went ahead and prepared me, that Angie, one day you'll wake up and you will not be able to see. He went ahead and prepared me that. I laid back, and I don't know how many of you, but I'm really the more successful one in the family. I'm the visionary. I'm the one carrying the torch because I need my dreams to turn so I can get my family to chase behind. But if the visionary gone and my vision gone, Who's going to carry it? So I was left with that burden of thinking, like, and then the cycle of grief started. I started asking God, like, why? Anger. Then I started bargaining with God. But God, if you let me do it, you know, then I do X, Y, and Z. No, and I wasn't going to stop eating my chicken. I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to stop going to KFC. Who all like some buffalo wings with some ranch or some blue cheese? Yeah. That was me. And so I just, I, I couldn't understand how this health issue happened. But for 365 days, I kept waking up thinking, and I was trapped in that time zone, thinking that this was going to be the day the vision was going to go. And only until I had a speaker coach, because at that time I was doing life coaching, and I was trying to get my business out the ground, and the lady said, well, Angie, we can't um, do any life coaching because of uh, it's COVID. We didn't know exactly what it was at the time. And I still was having this, you know, um, I just couldn't relate and accept that, that title that he gave me. So I went ahead, um, the diagnosis that he gave me. So I went ahead and I started researching. Angie, if you're going to give your life back, then how can you fight? It's easy to give in, but what can you do to fight? And so that's when I started researching. And all I could see was detoxification. So I had went to an event at the time, and a lady told me that she was healed from thyroid. 
And so I met her after the program, and I said, ma'am, you know, I, I was sitting here to meet you. I said, um, you said you was healed. I said, but thyroid is no cure. You know, I'm a nurse, so I'm going from what they're seeing in the book, and it worked. And she said, no. She said her heart rate was 170. A normal heart rate, I was supposed to get from as low as 60 and as high as 100. Hers was beating at 170, and the doctor was able to reverse that. So I said, well, I go to the doctor. I did. The first thing he met me with is the price. So when you go into a holistic doctor, mm-hmm. they cost more, and you have to pay out of pocket. No insurance, no deductible. He said three thousand dollars. There was the red light. Yeah. So I went ahead and I said, No, I won't. You know, I can't do this. I can't afford that. So I left. And maybe three months later, and he came back and he told me, um, No, I went back and he said, Angie, why are you back? And I said, I got worse. And he said, And they gave you more medicine, right? I said, Yeah, they sure did. He said, That's what we call the hamster on the wheel. He said, because modern t- today's tradition medicine has a relationship with the pharmaceutical. Yep. So Peace now again. Na- yeah. so now you have got into the rat race because now you're yeah. no longer a healthy person. Now you're a person on the yeah. other side. Exactly. Now you're the patient. And so that was the eye-opener for me. And so when he started working with me, he told me to change my diet. He ch- tested, and I'm saying – it was worth the $3,000 and more because at that time when you desperate and you in pain, mm-hmm. you don't care what the amount of money is. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I try to encourage people that even when they um, sign up for my coaching program, don't let the money stop you because you are delaying life. You know, say I had went blind because I was didn't want to give up $3,000. Mm-hmm. And when I don't have looked at it, I done spent over $3,000 on unhealthy food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was keeping me trapped. But, again, I couldn't you know, rationalize the relationship with food. And only until that happened, I was able to uh, get better with food. And he started testing me from every part of my body. Um, He did my saliva. And your saliva has more than DNA in it. It also be able to tell what kind of bacteria you have in your body. So um, they had me to chew on something like cotton. And as you was chewing, the amount of times you was chewing, it was breaking down the molecules in order for them to test it. They put it in a clear canister. And then, of course, they have to do a stool. Um, say, um, a stool. They have to test your stool. So those of you, and I want everybody to make sure you go to your doctor. And I want you all to be tested for colon cancer. It is at an all-time high now. Black men, you all are number one. And uh, you, I remember Black Panther, Chadwick. He died at the age of I thought it was in between 42 and 44. So you don't have to wait till you get 50 to do a colon. Um, cancer screening you need to go and go get screened now because a lot of women and men that's getting tested they ignore the symptoms and that's what i'm here what, to break that what are the symptoms some of the symptoms are uh, abdominal pain um blood in your stool because a lot of people they go to the bathroom they don't even look at the tissue mm-hmm. you need to start looking you need to start noticing the smell you need to start looking at the shapes because the shapes matter and the color the pigmentation of the stool because one lady, she had cancer, and she said her stool was an off-clay color. It was more like a pale, um, white, or dust gray. So, again, you all, we have to know our body. But because we're so busy in this microwavable world, mm-hmm. we overlook all those things. So I'm out here to spread the, the new narrative and um, to confused, to unconfused, you know, the people that's confused about it. Now, there's, um, the person that you was talking about, uh, the holistic doctor, mm-hmm. is he around here? 
No, this is in Atlanta. It's okay. over in Progress. Mm -hmm. All right. And how did you how did you find her? You you was talking to some. Yeah, it was a lady that was healed. I went to a women empowerment event, okay. and once she got up and she was one of the speakers, and I knew that God led me to that event. And once I talked to her and she gave me the information, and of course I went and uh, made my appointment. But uh, again, I could make the appointment, but once he told me what was required, which was the money, I you know I I became deaf to the here yeah. that. It was a non-negotiable, which should have been, okay, let me see how I can get it. But I, my immediately thought, oh, I don't have $3,000, and I ran out. Instead of saying, God, how can I get this? You know, how are you going to be able to let me so I can get healed? So you go to him. Did he give you, um, once, he take your once he took your saliva and all of that, did he give you, like, a, a diet? Or what was that process after you? You see him for the first time or the second time. I don't know how that how that goes, but what did he give you? He don't give you medicine. No, they don't give you medicine. They go by your daily routine, and that's the uh, reason. When I, get, when I get a client, I go ahead and I see what your daily routine is because everybody's different. Because what she does, you're not doing. What she's doing, you're not going to be doing or used to eating. So, therefore, when he walked me down, what is Angie, what, what's a normal day you look like? What's your day start with? If I start with muffins, if I start with Starbucks, okay, when I'm going to Starbucks, what am I ordering? And then what's a consistent 24 hours, what am I eating and consuming? And so then he started breaking down the foods, and then he started breaking down the risk factors in the food that I didn't know. So I'm just going to say I go to Chick-fil-A. I'm going to get me with a number six or a number eight. I'm going to get that chicken egg. And what kind of dip do we like? <laughs> <laughs> Who are all the Polynesia fan? <laughs> so when I got to Polynesia, and of course when I looked down the back of it, um, Polynesia contains high fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup is one of the worst mm -hmm. that is added in foods, and it's a sweetener, and it's a help to um, to jack up our blood sugar. So it, like, that's where the sweet taste come from. So a lot of your food, we were to look at it, and again, that's what putting us at risk for type being pre-diabetes, pre type 1 and type 2. And when I came back, again, you know, even though I knew the knowledge, I went, still was eating a bad diet in an endocrinologist because I had to go to start seeing specialists because now I got thyroid, now I got a brain tumor, now I got a neurologist and a thyroid, I mean, and an endocrinologist because I want to see the specialist who can help. And, again, they still got a relationship with the pharmaceuticals, so they're not trying to make me better. Wow. They're not, not trying to make me better. So you, so you, when you say you coaching, do you do, you do the coaching of, um, like life coaching or you just dealing with the food and the body? Yeah, my first business was Angie Metamorphosis Coaching and Consulting, and that's when I was doing life coaching, you know, because I felt like I had came over some traumatic things in my life, and I knew how to get people from stuck to moving. But then when this happened to me, my life coaching skills went out the window. So it's easy to tell and speak from a place that you ain't never visit. And that's why I found myself that I could tell you about relationships. I could tell these ladies about cheating men and, you know, going and kick some doors in. I got that. I got a PhD for that. I, was, I, was <laughs> <laughs> I got that. But, again, you know, coming from the trailer park and becoming a registered nurse, I come from the rubble, so I can I can teach and educate that. So that's what I was teaching. I went back to the hood, and um, I started a nonprofit group called Loving the Skin of Men. And that's how I met your wife through my girls group. I went and started exposing them to what I didn't have in the hood. I started exposing them on life skills that I didn't get. That you know, once I seen somebody that didn't look like me, 
she was like, Angie, a man I'm supposed to, because they heard a man in the mercy room, you know, he complimented me on my hips. That was, that was normal to me. That wasn't rude. So when she heard that and she corrected me, and I was like, they do that all the time in the hood. You know, men's gravitating to your body parts. That was new. So I felt like then once I got in it, got exposed to another way of living, I went back to the hood to, treat, to teach my young ladies different. I wanted them to have another perception of life. So even for me doing the life coaching, teaching these young girls, and being able to get back to how, to where you want to go if it's being becoming a nurse. And that's how I that's what I taught on before <coughs> the detoxification happened. So the detoxification was given to me last year, even though I was going through it in 2018. But I had, like I said, I was going through the cycle of grief, so I didn't want to accept it. So you actually do kind of like both. You do the life coaching, and then you really get into the meat of detoxing. I guess physically, like with with food and stuff like that. Yeah, I call myself more of a wellness coach now okay. because even when it's a wellness coach, because it's it's um, taking mind, body, and spirit. Because where your mind go, the body's gonna follow. Yeah. And so only until you accept what, what it is that you're in. Because some of us have unrealistic goals. You know, some of us, you know, you know, we want these things, but we're not doing anything to attract to get those things. So that's the reason why I did mind, body, and soul because I was stuck. And I didn't have anybody to get me out, but I didn't have anybody that looked like me. The lady, my counselor, she was a white lady, skinny, you know, probably like a size zero. <laughs> so how could she relate? But when I'm teaching, I'm teaching us from a Polynesia, Chick-fil-A, Fatback, Ham Hocks, Chitlins, <laughs> potato salad, macaroni and cheese, green beans. <laughs> Can yeah. the list go on and on? Yeah. So again, I'm teaching us from what we know and familiar with because it's easy for me to tell you about kiwa, cauliflower, bananas. Yeah, we done heard of it. I never knew what kiwa was, <laughs> you know. So how do you how do you change the narrative? If it's is it through your nonprofit? No. My nonprofit was over is more or less was here in South Carolina. Okay. I don't I mean I just kinda like if I see young girls, I just talk to them. But I was speaking of that before I became this wellness coach, what I was doing in my prior, that's where the life coaching came from okay. with the um, girls. Okay. But I change people's lives now by doing what I'm doing now, getting on podcasts, educating. Uh, a couple of months ago, I take the black church, and I started with my own, St. James AME. Shout out to <laughs> to my <laughs> pastor, Courtney. Because um, I started with what we do at homecoming. Those plates are heavy. What? Fried chicken, baked chicken, macaroni, green beans. <laughs> Rolls, sweet tea, cake, and it's good. Don't get me wrong because the beauty of what we were able to create when we were enslaved and to create these beautiful dishes. There's a documentary on Netflix. I think it's called High on the Hog, and it just explores the beauty of African presence here in America and just throughout the world now and how we were able to really turn something into nothing, and that's the true essence of soul food, not southern food, but soul food. However... On the flip side, the things that these food or these items contain in the, like you said, the, I guess the risk factors and the health issues related and associated with that good fried fat bag, that good fried greasy chicken, the macaroni itself. People don't talk about dairy. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, people are now talking about dairy and just the negative effects that dairy has on our bodies, particularly black people. That's why, that's why I think... 
a lot of black people are lactose intolerant. Again, I'm not a physician, but just doing the work and understanding the body. Um, I'm sorry to interject, but mm, yeah, that, no, that alone. Uh-huh. Come on with it. Come on with it. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to hear from other people because I want us to be able to, at the end of this podcast, I want people to walk away with. What do I, I came all the way from Georgia, got up this morning about 6.30. I came all this way because I wanted you all to know one thing, your life matters. Mm-hmm. And because your life matters, what you have at the end of that fork and spoon is what's killing us. Mm. And if you do not make the opportunity, make it a chance and build a better relationship with food, make it a better relationship with what your hopes and dreams and your goals are, then guess what? You're going to die a premature death, and it's selfish. It's mm. selfish. You know, um, the insurance lady just left. It's selfish because of how many of us don't make those plans. We're leaving it on our loved ones, the black family. Mm-hmm. You know, the Caucasian family, they big on... Um, the cremation, the African American family that's frowned upon, but they're not looking the Afri- the Caucasian family looking at the generational, the wealth exactly. inheritance. Where we looking at, oh my goodness, who gonna get, you know what, what's gonna get left over? Who's gonna take the radio? I mean, simple stuff that you can go and replace. We're not doing exactly. That We're part. not doing no generational, you know, no generational wealth. So. Again, that's where I'm coming in at that. It took with me it took for me to leave South Carolina. It took for that diagnosis to happen to me in order for me to get myself back in alignment with what was needed. Tell me about this twenty one day detox program that you the 21 day detox program is a program that I um, made up and I did 21 days because um, statistically it is proven that if you do something for 21 days, you are most likely to continue to have it. It's a new habit. And so once I researched it and I was like, okay, let me put something in the plans. And I started the group and at that time I did just a beta test on a um, lady and I had like a group of 11 people in the group. but. I was like, go ahead, you know, you're telling me to do it. So my husband's like, well, wait till you get results before you go and tell other people. I said, well, I have got results. I just gained the weight back. So I'm just starting again, and I just want some company. So a lady from out of Clark's Hill, she joined. She was at risk for um, high blood pressure. And she, I, I asked her, I said, well, I need you to follow this to the T, what I've been giving you. And she did. So when she followed and she was able to get results, she went from 214 down to like 214 to like 198. And I was like, God, if you just give me just one. And out of those 11 people, she was just that one. <laughs> she was really like just that one. Because a lot of people say, hey, I didn't take it serious. Because, again, I help you remove meat out your diet. You have to be able to give your um, diet a chance to rest. And I pulled up a picture of just like, I don't know if they, y'all got you too. Is this going to be visual too? Yeah, it's going to be visual. Okay. I don't know how, how it's going to capture. But okay. Well, anyway, this is just a, a picture of the regular body. Okay. Many of us don't drink enough water, and if you were to pour water into a hollow body, how much water do you drink? Do, we, do you drink enough just to cover your toes? You need to drink enough water, yeah. So if you monitor your water intake by your body part, and so if you're drinking and you don't drink, most of us not drinking enough to our ankles, you can't function like that because your body is made up of almost 80% or over 80% of water. Your eyes, the earwax, your saliva, your nose, the moisture in your nose, um, the body fluid from men's and women, the semen and the discharge, it's come from your vertebrae, your um, joints in your knees. We need that water. So when we're not able to get it in your blood, if you're not able to get it, it's costing us to go in through dehydration. Um, African-Americans, we're number one. Other races have it too, but we number one with running with vitamin D deficiency. 
And a lot of us, you know, they think, oh, I'll go and get some sun. No, we're not going to sit out there and soak up that bush. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's everybody's thinking, but guess right. what? That's all we know. Right. So that's why I said I'm out here to break the narrative to what it is that we know. And again, we, the 21-day detox, I'm educating you on what the importance is. I'm educating you, just like she said about dairy. The reason why dairy is so bad is because we're going to break down a cow. A cow, what is it eating? Where is it eat? Where is it? Where is it being raised? So again, we're gonna say you say you got the, you have this cow, yeah. and you raising it. What you gonna do in order to preserve it till you get to the sale? How you gonna be able to? What you gonna? What, what are you feeding? Anything I can. Okay, anything, that's what I'm saying. Anything you can. But in case he start looking a little puny, what you gonna inject him with? Uh, steroids. Okay, steroids, pesticides, anything to kind of make him. Okay, you got with tree? Is it tree? Okay, say you you go you have you the sales you the butcher. So he has the cow for sale. He already butchered. Up. So now you coming with the cow, and I'm coming to purchase. What you gonna do? You done got the cow. You got the butcher. You got the cleaning. So in order for him to stay beefy red, what you gonna do? I love it. I love it. So again, once she done injected it. Again, so when it comes to what's your name? I'm Ty. Okay, Ty. So you get it, and you, now you the consumer. You have bought it, and now it's Thanksgiving. You get ready to put it on your table. But it, guess what? Oh, it was a sale. It was a sale. <laughs> it was a sale. So it ain't quite Thanksgiving yet. So in order for you to preserve it till it get to Thanksgiving, what you gonna do with it? Put it in, put it in the freezer. That's right. Put it in the freezer, and that's on. So now you have already enclosed all the steroids from these two people injection, and now you done served it to your family. You, now that cow, say the the um, land that he was on had bad um, soil that wow. he was eating, and it had cow, cows can catch cancer too. Mm -hmm. Now don't think you can't. So, again, we eating all that, and you wondering why our little 13, 10 to 13-year-old looking like grown women, mm -hmm. we're developed with breasts, boots, face start changing. And then guess what we're going to do? We're going to inject them with something else called birth control, these implants. Run that back. People don't want to talk. I'll stop right there. <laughs> you, you, you didn't have to. <laughs> you didn't, you I can stop right there. So how, how much? Lord have mercy. Mm -hmm. uh, how much water do we need? You go by. And the do that, do, would that water offset? Like you just gave us a scenario of injecting um, meat with all of this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So is that water going to combat that? Is that going to counteract that? Or I, I simply got to get it out of my. You simply have to get it out. But the reason why I want you to drink your water or increase your water intake, it goes by your weight. So you do a calculation of your weight divided by 2.2, which is giving you your kilograms, and then you have to multiply that. And I don't know, I can send you the thing, I send it to you in your inbox, on just the measurements of how much water we need to be drinking, bless you. And because most of us are not drinking enough water. So again, it affects every, the entire body. So when you ask what wellness is, it's head to toe. Because ladies, our hair, not you now, but us. I ain't got none. <laughs> so for those with our hair, you know, it's, it's a scalp detox. You know, being able to nurture your scalp, drinking enough water when it's, it's dry, it's brittle. Those things that I didn't know that even when I was going through the questionnaire, when you go to the doctor and you have a questionnaire, those questions symbolize. But the thing is, I was answering all my questions wrong. When she said, Angie said, um, are you having any hair loss? I was like, no, because in my mind, hair loss meant bald spots. Bald spots right. Hair loss meant in her, what she was in, saying, but she, that's it. So when she was telling me, she said, Angie, what about your nails? I did notice that I went to the nail shop and got some s and I normally don't, but I did. And I noticed that when she took them off and she was fouling, it was hurting. 
And that's because the nail beds were so thin. That's what brittle nails are. I thought it was talking about the breakage. I didn't know she was talking about the nail bed itself. So that's when ladies, we want to use some vitamin E or natural vitamin E. Don't even at Walmart stuff, make sure it says 100% natural on all your herbs and oils. So that's the reason why my 21 day detox program is necessary because I'm teaching you these different things from the kind of oils, the kind of herbs, what you need to be um, doing the, sw- the food swap on and being able to identify high fructose corn syrup because it's a zillion names for sugar. But if you don't know it, and I'm gonna break down Splendor. Everybody think they're doing good with Splendor. Splendor has the word dex- it's had dextrose in it. Dextrose is what we give people who are in a comatose coma for how yeah. bl- their blood sugar done got too low. And you putting it in your in your coffee every day exactly. or your sugar. Say it, sis. Say it. Uh, Probably I, I, two times a day if I'm drinking coffee in the morning, maybe yeah. sweet tea for dinner exactly. or lunch, you know. If I want to have a sweet potato and think I got to still add some extra sugar, well, let me get stevia instead. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. But, yeah, stevia in the raw, that's that's what we'll swap it for. So I'm going to take Splendor from you, and I'm going to give you some stevia in the raw because most people don't know about it, you know, or they'll say it's expensive. No, what's expensive is that when you sit – Tell me, when you sit, what happens? You done lost a day of work. Yeah. You're unproductive around the house. Yeah. Okay. And now, when you're not working, no money. Mm-hmm. That's what's expensive. Mm. Eating healthy is not expensive. Thank you. Eating healthy is a lifestyle that you should say, hey, because guess what? Now, only, now, since you have changed your diet, now you have more energy. Now, you can do a couple of other things and be a bum in the bedroom because now you have more stamina. Now, everything because oh. of... <laughs> Because of, yeah, yeah, yeah you know pro- certain things affect what the limbo. Uh, yeah, the lidi- yeah, the I lidi- just processed. I thought you said bomb as in B U M, but you were saying bomb as in B O M B. You could be bomb as in bomb. Yeah, yeah, the bomb. Yeah, I'm slow. I'm slow today. My bad. No, I was just saying because people didn't know. I didn't know all those things affect food had affect like that. I didn't realize neurotransmitters in the brain mm-hmm. as far as talking. Serotonin. Serotonin is operating the stomach. But that's also what you need to tell whether you want to ready to go to sleep. Mm. So, again, melatonin. Melatonin is another one. I highly suggest people not. Oh, it's natural. Yes, it's natural in the raw form. Not when they have added things to it. You want to get things that's natural. Natural, and that's a lot of things that we haven't been educated on. That if you're gonna take it, if I'm taking meat from you, because in my 21 days, you're not allowed to eat any meat, no shrimp, no none of that. You're doing, you, we're doing a complete cleanse and cleansing your liver, your kidneys, your blood, your veins, your veins, and your arteries. And the reason why we're doing that is because everything has a plaque buildup. And so just think about, like I said, even like the intestines, your intestines, the, the average person can have up to 21 pounds of stool in their colon so you might go to the bathroom but you might not empty and so if you're not emptying guess what it's left over to the next time you have a bowel movement guess what most of us not going to the bathroom every day so that means that you can go and have you a complete cleansing but when you on the 21 days you have to use the bathroom every day if i not i want to know why i want to know what you're eating i think it's big on to what you said the whole the term wellness and just that mind-body and, of course, spirit connection, but really that mind-body connection. Like when you talk about just like our intestines and things, I know there are more studies coming out to confirm here in the West anyway where our stomach is like another brain. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you talk about like neurotransmitters and things of that nature and just our 
I guess the, the relationship we may have with food and things, when you talked about like the five stages of grief, and for those who don't know the five stages of grief, anger, bargaining, denial, acceptance, and depression, and you can bounce through any of those stages mm-hmm. at any given time. Um, where was I going with this? I lost my train of thought, y'all. We gonna come back to that. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but that's good stuff. And that, I mean, that's good is what you're saying because the brain, the gut does operate like that. And a lot of times, that's what the holistic, the money that I paid is what he broke down to me. That all the things that I had neglected. Mm-hmm. Because when I was 40, I was at that prime of my life. Came 42, things changed. So, you know, last night I discussed about the different age developments because people want to know, Angie, what happens, what we need to be looking for until they get 50. But you might not make it to 50. What we need to do now. Right, right. You know, what are we worried about when you have a 10-year-old, 10 to 18, and I'm sure, you know, what you, what you all do, 10 to um, 18 to 21, you worried about suicide. You worried about games. You know, from the time they get up, start driving, and of course we worry about guns, it really at any age, by the time you're 20, from 20 on up, you're learning about STDs, or they call them STIs now, sexually transmitted infections. So you worried about alcohol because they drugs. You know, back here not too long ago, those um, shrooms were real high with the mushrooms. You know, I seen a lot of that in the ER. So they college age, so of course they taking on the environment and the peers. Uh-huh. And then when you have um, the men's, when I mean, those of us in their 30s, we trying to relive. You know, we don't want to age, <laughs> but we still want to be young. And guess what? We still keeping that same activity of sex up, the drinking up, you know, boozing. By the time you hit 40, now you're like, oh, H, well, now what do I do? Now you're trying to make sure you got that life partner in case my life starts deteriorating. And then, of course, when you know 50 and up, you're more worried about, okay, how do I want to spend the rest of my life? And you got to worry about colon cancer, prostate cancer. You know, but those things you still need to be, um, 50 is the magic age to go get tested, but those things need to be um, on concern early. So it really should be, you say it's the magic age and getting tested at, at 50, but in all actuality, we should probably be getting tested now, before. before well, I'm saying, no, do things, because what I teach, I, I'm teaching you all preventive measure. Mm-hmm. Um, I like people to come to me, like if they have a high blood pressure and diabetes, because I have, um, my program have reversed some and took them off the list and being able to give you a green report card. A green report card meaning that before you met me, you was in the red. But when you met me, you got a check mark. And so that's what I help. I help you, help you with balancing and detoxification from the inside out. So I know they have the misconception of teas and um, supplements. No, I'm actually helping you based off the food that you're currently eating. So how can people get in contact with you? I so how, <laughs> how, how can they get uh, their hands on your 21-day detox program? Okay, um, of course, on all social media platforms, it's the Detoxologist Nurse. Um, I'm Angie Lee on Facebook. You can always inbox me, and you can also text the word, text the number, 833-370-1608. That's 833-370-1608. And in the message, you're going to put in Detox to Live, Detox, the number two, to live, all one word, and you will get a checklist. A checklist will be able to show you, do you have any of these symptoms? And I'm pretty sure you do. And it's because a lot of people want to know, hey, do I need to detox? And especially, like, you know, small frame. Oh, I don't need to detox. Everybody need to detox. Mm-hmm. Everybody need to pause their um, body to give your gut a break. Hey, is there anything that you want to, anything y'all, y'all want to say or add? Or is there anything that you want to leave with us as we kind of? head on out of here anything that we don't know that we should know 
Mm. You got anything to add? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Cause you gave you gave us a lot. You gave a lot. Yeah. I think you you from my first interaction you have done that, um, and it, you know it's just amazing. I mean the, yeah. the information that you have is mind blowing, and it's a, it's just a commitment that we. I speak for myself. I need to make in terms of just living to live, um, and not just existing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, great information. I'm gonna have to uh, reach out to you to get a cleanse. And you say, even though I got a small frame, I still need to be <laughs> cleansed. Uh, okay, uh, I don't like how you said small frame, but we we gonna bypass that. <laughs> well, you do have a Clemson Tiger shirt on, you know. I'm gonna get over here. Ah, okay, so you had to hit me. You barely won. I guess I did have one question. So is your detox, is there a certain age limit on detox? No. Um, the youngest one I have helped, she's been 16 years old, and uh, uh, I don't call her the oldest one, but I call her young, and she's been 80 years old. Okay. And they 80 years old. She was able to, she lost 26 pounds, oh. and she was able to reverse her diabetes. She came off metformin. So, oh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. And these are all natural. Everything that I teach. And um, I just show you a picture that you know those who, who can follow me, but um, even my my smoothies are uh, they are all none dairy. Everything is just natural ingredients. And so with them being natural ingredients, that meaning making you have a better relationship because if you're getting up thinking, oh, it's just a bland uh, green old smoothie, no, I take the work out of that because you can you can blend by color. You know, if you like red, then we can find all red things to add. But we have to add fruits and vegetables to give you your fiber, your antioxidants. And again, I want you all to be able to boost your immune system, whether you get vaccinated or you don't. What are you doing in reference to that mm. to boost your immune system naturally um i wasn't vaccinated at the time my mom my sister and my niece who's a nurse they were all vaccinated and we had a, my little nephew went to the uh to the daycare he came back sick guess what all of them got sick and they was vaccinated mm. but you know who wasn't he slept with me and I showed my class. I said, that's what I'm telling you, having a powerful immune system. That's what it does. It keep you, your immune system up. It has the, um, the what they call them, the army. It has the army on guard at all times. And that's what you want. You don't want, even if you come in contact with it, you want it on guard all the time. So even if you came in contact with me, you should say, well, you know what? I dropped my smoothie. I know I'm good. Right. Yeah, so that's the thing. We're going to put more bad. And I'm going to say, I don't always eat good. And like I'm in South Carolina, so I'm going by my mom's. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the last time she put me out because I was picking up things like well, grape jelly. It's bad. It got high fructose corn syrup. And mm-hmm. I want you all to start looking at the labels. That's the main thing. I want you all to look at the labels and being able to read. When you see high fructose corn syrup or really mm-hmm. corn syrup, it is like motor oil. And we're putting it in our body. That's, I mean, like I said, that's the difference between my classes is I'm giving you that visual, but I actually had a concert pointing, and then you see how long it takes, and you wonder why we diabetic. Think mm-hmm. about everybody in their family, um, I would assume, has a diabetic in their family, mm-hmm. have somebody that got their legs or amputation done, or somebody that's going blind. Those things are reversible. You don't have to die premature death, and that's what we're doing. Are they, are they, are they giving this information in the hospital, or no. are they just giving you the medicine and that's it. That's it. That's and that's why I felt bad. Don't even discuss it. That's why I felt bad because I was on the discharge on the discharge paperwork. I'm just reading off, you know, do your follow up. But if you coming in the door and they looking at you and being able to put you in a frame and they say you came to the doctor and they say, oh, Miss Sarah's been over here before and guess what? He still got these headaches, but he didn't quit drinking. Now it's a revolving door. Now you label us a non-compliant patient. 
because you they told you what to do uh they gave you a resource and you didn't do anything so now you're going into not saying that they don't care but now think about it. a doctor is just a job being a nurse is a job we clock in we clock out we go we take some of us don't get a break i don't get a break <laughs> so that's you the difference i was just gonna say yeah just the importance of understanding the pharmaceutical companies in the industry within itself like it's still a business you know um and just being mindful, like she said, to reading the labels. If we can't even pronounce the things on those labels, mm -hmm. do yourself some service and let, let me Google what they say. I can't pronounce, but I don't know. And being mindful, too. I could be completely biased and wrong, but the FDA will slap a label on things, too. Again, it's a business relationship. Mm -hmm. So if I know that people over here in this industry is, is promoting this particular product, and if we can work some type of uh, alliance or business agreement out, Yep, FDA approved. How do we really know, though? A lot of times, too, I don't think we question the things that are put in our face because they say it's right. Mm -hmm. Well, who is they? And why they say it? Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, and I'm glad you said that because the FDA, you, in order for you to meet like some of the criteria on the guidelines, and when we seen what happened with the people that had a lot of money, when from President Trump and all the best stuff, when they have money, you're able to move differently. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to move differently, and that's my friend, and guess what? All I have to do is just add low fat on there. It's not my choice. It's not my fault now if you went ahead and eat it. But I put low fat on there. That doesn't mean I can't add my sugar. Mm. That's not my fault if I put low sodium on there and you still going to get that can of chicken noodle soup. Can of chicken noodle soup has anywhere from 380 to almost 700 worth of sodium in it. And you wondering why? And let's go back to the, to the family reunions. Look at, I mean, the, um, the church. So go back to it. And what, what, what are we eating? What are our plates filled with? That's what, just build a plate. When you build a plate, what are you putting on there? Mm. Just build a plate for me, sir. So, because you're going to run me out of here after that. <laughs> <Yeah. Nah, laughs> nah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty as charged. I, I love chicken noodle soup. Mm -hmm. And you're right. It do got a lot of soda. And I also like salt, too. So that ain't even making it no better. Because I like that. Plus, I like to add salt, salt too. Mm -hmm. Need some like add hot sauce. Yeah. All that sodium. Mm -hmm. I got fried yeah. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> fried and and that's the reason why I tell, that's the reason why every um, speaking engagement I go to, I always tell them to build a plate. Because if mm -hmm. I let you build your own plate, then I can break it down and show you what you're doing to contribute to your health. Because, again, I see sweet tea over there. I can pretty much tell you. You had to tell everybody, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I see sweet tea over there. Like I said, I'm home, so I know that's what's going to be on the table. But if we look at it, but how do we make it? I think it's the <laughs> Thank you for calling me that. I don't want to be in judgmental, but I'm just I saying. I think it said low, low sugar, <laughs> <laughs> but it's sweet tea. It's sweet tea. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. But mindful that white sugar is called refined sugar. Mm -hmm. It leads to Alzheimer's. If you're wondering why we have having brain wow. fog, dementia early. Wow. It's people that's in their 50s getting dementia. Yeah. So yeah. it's no longer saying, hey, I had a patient the other day that was 104. That lady still walked and talked. That's the point that I'm trying to prove to everybody. If God's going to allow you to be on this side of earth, don't you want to do it healthier and be able to do it independent? That's the thing. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody pushing me. I want to be able to run with you. It's, it's crazy because um, mm -hmm. me and my wife, we looked at some documentary last year. It was Christmas Eve. We watched it. Mm -hmm. And then we said, all right, we're going vegan. And she has stuck to it mm -hmm. all the way. Me, on the other hand, I, I, I slip up all the time. 
I it ain't really no slip up. Mm-hmm. If I if I'm away from her, I'm gonna eat some meat. Yeah. I'm gonna eat some macaroni and cheese. Yeah. I'm gonna do all of this stuff that I ain't supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, but I will say at at our house, she does a great job. Like she read all the ingredients. She done took away dairy and all of that stuff. But listening to what you're saying, and that really hit me when you say people 50 and they getting dementia. Mm-hmm. That's crazy mm-hmm. because of what we putting into our mm-hmm. body. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be more cognitive of um, what I do. The goal is to <laughs> unlearn and relearn. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, once we become aware, all right, now that I'm aware of this information, how am I going to apply it to my life? And holding ourselves accountable. It mm-hmm. isn't easy. I'm a vegetarian, but I'm just sitting here harping about dairy. I'm a vegetarian, though, meaning I still consume and dairy she, products. Uh, exactly, you know, exactly. And I, I'm guilty as charged, too, but the... I think the more conversations we continue to have by experts in the field who particularly look like us, it can be easier, but we have to be the ones to debunk the myths, oh, healthy food is expensive. Says who? Mm-hmm. When have you really gone to the grocery stores and shopped outside the house? This is, That's another thing yeah. I learned too. If you just visionary a grocery store, you got produce out here, you got the dairy and other things back there, but in the middle, all processed, refined foods. They're shelf life items. Mm-hmm. They're made to stay on the shelf for an extended mm-hmm. period of time, but the additives that are added for these shelf life items, are they really for us to consume in our body? Mm-hmm. Then we can talk about the genetic makeup of the different people, you mm-hmm. know, here in, in the different parts <laughs> of the world and exactly. certain things they're supposed to consume, but I digress. I'm, <laughs> I'm grateful for this conversation, Miss Angela Lee. Yeah, thank you for um, <laughs> coming out and talking with us. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can do it again because yeah. I think I think you left a lot on the table that you wanted <laughs> to give us. But we only got you know we only got so much time. But mm-hmm. hopefully, when you come back in town, we can link up again yeah. and um, you can give us some more information. This is really it's gonna really be live next time. Next time, I'll make a smoothie live. Live. Oh, okay. I like that. Okay. Because right, well, I want I want you all to see the difference. Because again, if you haven't been introduced. Then it's easy to pick to put that barrier mm-hmm. on it because I'm I don't I'm not a full vegetarian I'm more of a flexitarian because I flip back and forth too. Oh, we, um, <laughs> we I haven't fully transitioned and that's just because my husband in the house and when he cooking beans fat back is in there. No, like yeah, you know I can't have that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it smells yeah. kind of good. Let me have some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying it's hard when you are trying to you know stay on that track. But I teach off of a vegetarian. 21 day detox because you have to be able to get to that point and again I didn't even touch on Raymond noodles or the pasta mm-hmm. that we put in and again my father was in prison and he was so weak and he was trying to tear him open and they were still there the last time that, I mean the next time that I went to see him and there was like months in between and those Raymond noodles were still there mm-hmm. uh, Raymond noodles whatever you want to call them but again we're the having process that we were feeding this and we still getting this to our kids, meaning it's putting holes in our lining of our um, intestines. And again, this with every college, that's a struggle meal. Mm-hmm. They give everybody, give that to their children. So again, that's how come our kids, a lot of them, ADHD, autism, all these things are still a first sight with the, with the um, okay. associated with the diet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Everything affects everything. Um, <laughs> it really you. do. Um, thank you to everyone um, that has liked, shared. Or supported us. Thank you again for coming out uh, and blessing us with your presence. Um, for the people that are, are, are watching or listening to us, if you have any show ideas or anything y'all want us to talk about, um, just shoot us a DM. Um, we were talking about that earlier. Just, just go to the DM, drop it in there, and uh, we'll try to figure it out. 
figure out um, through our connects or maybe just reach out to people and see if they can come on and be on the podcast. Uh, again, I also do a monthly uh, meeting, wellness meeting with um, BIPOC, BIPOC men. And then uh, if you haven't, subscribe to Gravity on Facebook, on Instagram. Be a part of the movement uh, to increase mental health awareness within our community. Thank you to Mr. Winston for audio and visual productions. Thank you for taking the time to listen. You could be doing anything, but you chose to listen to us, to watch us, and we appreciate that. We are therapists, but this ain't therapy. It's a podcast. I'm the badass coach in these detox streets. Yeah, dude, you said it. Well, I ain't gonna. I'm gonna sneak that in there. Oh. <laughs>